Ghost Tales with Charlie May, connecting you to a world with the otherworldly. Discover the fables firsthand as you carefully listen to the events centered around the investigations into the paranormal world. Join in on the incredulous and inconceivable narratives of entities, ghosts, and aberrations. Get drawn into the authentic parables and power held by the spirits of the metaphysical realm. Welcome to Ghost Tales. Welcome to Ghost Tales. I'm your host, Charlie May. I am back with Richard from Whispers Estate. And today, we're going to talk about our experiences at... Oh my gosh, how many have we been to? Okay, name them. Uh, name them all. Okay, the first place uh, besides Whispers that we went to, uh, we went to the villa. Uh, the McIntyre Villa. McIntyre Villa. We went to the Sally House. That was in House. Kansas. Right, Atchison, Kansas, uh, the home of Amelia Earhart. Yes. And uh, in the same town, uh, the more infamous and certainly well-known is the Sally House. And then we, we made that a long weekend. We took off and went all the way over to Missouri, where we were at the Hobo Hill House there in Jefferson City. And then just here, just a few couple months back, we were at the Bel Air House together in Bel Air, Ohio. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk. Which one do you want to talk about first, the McIntyre Villa? Yeah, let's just start with that one. You you were there a night before I got there, and my uh, you know uh, time in the house was shorter than yours, so certainly we can start with that one. You, you, you had more experiences in there than I did. I, I enjoyed my time at the McIntyre Villa. Um, we did have a lot of activity. My sister had more activity than anybody, and um, especially with my um, GS2. That w- that thing went nuts in there. But unfortunately, you got locked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you might bring that up. <laughs> um, Richard, what the hell happened? Well, I think it was, you know what... Um, probably 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and um, you and your sister were fairly exhausted. And um, you guys had decided to go to sleep, and I was still um, up and kind of like in investigation mode and uh, went downstairs and spent some time down there for a little while by myself, came back upstairs, and, um, you know, just couldn't really get real relaxed. I, I felt comfortable in the house. I didn't feel anything in the house that was threatening in general. Uh, to the point where I uh, decided that maybe you had already told me that you and your sister went for a really nice walk. It was probably about four o'clock in the morning. It was, <laughs> it was in the spring. It was beautiful. Uh, it wasn't a cold night. It was probably in the low fifties, and I had a little jacket on. So I said, "Well, I'm just gonna, you know, walk down three or four blocks, turn right around, walk back. Maybe a, a nice walk will get me ready to go to sleep or something like that." And, um, you know, the house is ran by a code uh, to get in and out. It has a door code. Yeah, door code. And you had told it to me, and I had not, for whatever reason, put it in my phone or anything. I never thought I'd need it, to be frank about it. And um, crazy enough, I went out and went for the walk. And when I got back, I realized tragically that I wasn't sure what the code was after putting the code in maybe eight or nine times unsuccessfully. (laughs) I knew that I was locked out of the house. I wasn't going to start banging on the doors because if you ever see the house, it's it's enormous, and you guys were way up on the second floor. There's probably no way you could have heard me. The house is huge. 
Right. It's huge. And I didn't want to get the police called uh, to the McIntyre Villa there and try to explain that I was locked out. So I resigned myself that I was just going to go out to my car and uh, sleep in my car, which um, I went out there and fell asleep pretty quickly in my car and then heard a knocking. And I think you even got this on video. It's a very comical thing where I'm kind of startled and I raise up real quick and there you are with the camera in my face saying, what the heck is going on out here? I woke up. Because I had put you in a room with a blanket. I got up. You weren't in the bedroom, and the blanket hadn't been touched. I thought the ghost got you. <laughs> I thought the ghost already got you. I thought it got you. Well, like, <laughs> you, it, you'd heard something like that, that's for sure. Uh, maybe a little bit d- deeper voice screaming. Um, I, I went downstairs because I thought downstairs, you know, all the memorabilia stuff they oh, have. It's cold. really a beautiful house. And, yeah. I uh, went down there and hung out for probably a good 35, 45 minutes and uh, couldn't get anything to occur. I had a, I think I had my recorder going, maybe I had a flashlight with me and, um, you know, just went back upstairs and um, kind of lay across the bed and couldn't, you know, you, you know, I'd dro- driven, I think, eight oh, or nine yeah. hours to get over there. So yeah. I was kind of wired from the drive and um, we'd already been um to the Sally house and that had just really stirred me up that's why you couldn't go to sleep yeah probably I was really wanting to get back in there (laughs) that's your is the Sally house your favorite place you've been other than the ex-murder house um well you know when when we take whispers of state out of the equation it always uh ends up being the place I prefer but um you know I I it would you know, you almost had to flip a coin between the two. Uh, the uh, the Villisca Murder House there, uh, Villisca, Ohio, it's so tiny. And, uh, you know, the minute you walk in, you just, the history of the tragic event and the, and the murder of the children, it's just, it, it kind of weighs heavily on you just knowing the history of the house. Um, and, you know, we had some pretty notable stuff. I was just with three other people. It's more than about four people or too many to have in that house. Uh, so... Just that alone is enough to make that trip well worth its while. Uh, but I didn't sense anything in there like I sensed in the Sally house. I mean, the minute we walked in, it, it, um, there was no air uh, heat on. We had to boot the heat on. The furnace came on. It made a loud noise. There was a strange smell in the house. It, that would be called mold. Yeah. Mold. It, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just... Um, Boy, and then we, when we were in the basement, that so let me tell you about the basement. <laughs> Rich probably don't. Okay, oh, I gonna, do. Let's tell the story. Let's tell the story. There was this piece of string taped up. The basement is infamous of that house. Mm-hmm. You got to go in the. That's the the pentagram and yeah. all that carved into the. Floor, that's the yeah. place to be in that house. Well, we had gone. We opened the basement door. There was a string across it, held up by some tape. That says, do not enter. <laughs> well, when, when I see a little piece of string that says, do not enter, that's when I'm going to enter. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so happy I had you with me, the psychologist and an owner of a haunted house, <laughs> who said, I think we should go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that challenge was almost too much. And, uh, you know, we couldn't understand why they would have had the basement closed off. Maybe uh, a week or two earlier, there had been some flooding. Who knows? I believe it was uh, mold. Yeah, we went down there and um, a couple times. and I think know. we went down four times. Yeah, and we clearly got some very good evidence that, that there was something down there that I'm not sure wanted us down there. Uh, we kept hearing the noises, and it, it just, um, that place in general, it's just, um, 
It's a great place to spend some time, and I wish we could have had a you know a whole night there yeah. as opposed to about three or four hours. We yeah. probably were just starting to um, get get to it in there, and you know how that happens sometimes. I wish the upstairs bedroom was more active, not the adult bedroom, the little kids' room, where a lot of people the, yeah. report they had things going on, toys mm-hmm. being moved and stuff. Um, I didn't get anything out of there. Yeah, I, and I actually spent. Remember, I sat in there by myself for a while while your and sister were. In the master bedroom but you know once again we've done this enough yeah. to know that you can't it's, you on can't, or off. it's on or off and uh plus we didn't spend much time in the house at the end of the day we're on there about three and a half four hours mm-hmm. and i think we needed six or seven to to give it a fair shot and certainly the, the overall feeling in the house was very negative and you know the growls i heard coming out of the the corner there oh, and your man. sister heard and i heard yeah. whispering my own ear there and i've never had that happen before it sounded like a probably a woman's voice whisper in my ear i couldn't even make out what it said but it's clearly something whispering so that in itself was you know um unnerving to say the least what what a great place to visit just amazing on your list and not we know whispers is number one and whispers is number one on my list where do you rate the sally house you know um because you've been a lot of places. Yeah, as we stand, it's got to be a top five, maybe a three or four, um, you know, because... And who know, is your two? Well, I, I have to be honest, um, after Whispers Estate, that one I think we're going to talk about next is where we went the next day. Which, Hobo Hill. Which I'd never even heard of it, and you just surprised me at that. So, oh, by the way, we got another place we're going to stop and spend the night, and uh, I, I don't know about you, but we had about as much activity in that place that... You can imagine. And then that night... I saw you shit your pants that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, uh, when I knocked on the, the, the table there to, to double-check the light to see if it set properly and something knocked on it when I walked away, Yes, uh, I was about ready to take off. And if I had had a flashlight, if I wasn't in darkness and you and your sister the only two of flashlights, you guys might have got left down there. But as it was, I was kind of at your mercy to find the stairway, so I just stayed there with you. Uh, yeah, that place, I, I can't wait to go back. I know it's something you and I've talked about is, you know, uh, getting a little bit bigger group and going yeah. to the Missouri State Penitentiary, which is three blocks away. Yeah, guys. So Hobo Hill is three blocks from the Missouri State Prison. Yeah. Is that, I believe it's Jackson, Jefferson, Jefferson City. Jefferson City. It's the state capital. Yes. Yeah. Jefferson City, Missouri. Yeah. Beautiful little town. And we spent some time that afternoon in that graveyard. And Yeah, we went to the grave. That, that, that was, was crazy. really cool. I, I don't spend much time in graveyards, not because I, I have anything against it, but uh, ultimately it's just kind of hard to find time to. And, uh, you know, we just walking through the graveyard and seeing the age of some of those graves. My SLS went nuts in Yes, there. yeah, you got a lot of SLS activity. Uh, your sister with the dowsing rods. Yeah. For someone who had little, if any, experience, she really stepped up to the plate and was very impressive both those nights. And the Hobo Hill is is um, mysterious, but and it'll fool you because it's inside. It looks like the Ritz-Carlton. One of the most beautiful homes I've ever been in. Just gorgeous. And uh, But at night, it turns into... <laughs> yeah, and you know, the owner um, who had been... Aaron the, is his he, name. He had been in the... Uh, was the name of the, sh- the show that did the special on it? Uh, uh, the Dead Files. And he, he recently, Hobo Hill, was oh. rated number one haunted house on um, bed and breakfasts and... Um, 
VRBO places to stay. Yeah, and I'm not surprised a bit. I, I knew something was weird when he came in. Uh, he he gave us access to the house and showed up about an hour after we got there. And remember, he wouldn't leave the kitchen area. No. He would not come into the house and talk no. to us. He was so uncomfortable being there. He has seen some stuff, that's for sure. So I had a feeling we were in for a hot ride. And uh, we were, there's no question. And I, to this day, uh, whatever that scream was that we woke were asleep. Us up. I think it was four in the morning. A scream woke us up between us. We were sleeping in double beds because I don't sleep alone. I'm not going to sleep anywhere in a room by myself. And you don't either. I I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not used to even sleeping in most of those places. I, usually I will do you it leave. all night or, and then leave when it's daylight. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Angie and you both wanted to go to sleep. So Angie, uh, bravely enough, went into uh, the little boy's room, I believe. No, she's in the little girl's We room. were in the boy's Yeah, with and, the double beds, and the with the portal. With the closet was supposed to be a portal. And, well, I mean, you tell the story better than I. What, what exactly would do There was a screen. And it was, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. And it was like that, but but a dude. It yeah. wasn't a girl. It was very guttural, like it almost had you know uh, uh, fluid in their throat when they were screaming, and it was loud enough that it, it woke, woke both of us up. And, and I, I said, just, "Was that you?" And I said, "No, it wasn't me." And I just kind of, I'm not sure I ever got back to sleep into you know much past the stage one of sleep. I was just uh, kind of half in and half out the last two or three hours, and you know. Um, yeah, that place is, I cannot wait to go back. That yeah. is one of my, like I said, if that isn't second, it's it's third. Wow. It's definitely right up there. I would love to do Missouri State Prison and then stay at Hobo Hill. Right. And then while we're at it, the five-hour drive over to Sally because we, yeah. we have to get back. We we have to do a all-nighter in there. There's oh, just, yeah. And we'll bring a sleeping bag or something. No, people take covers and sleep in. You can sleep in the beds there if you yeah, take a cover. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be all right. Or in if the you, floor. You know, um, but that place, uh, I, I definitely want some more time in there. And, uh, you know, it's just a heck of a road trip. I mean, if you really had about a week and didn't mind driving extensively, mm -hmm. you could actually go to the Missouri State Penitentiary, then the Hobo Hill House head over to Atchison, Kansas, and do the Sally House and just head. Back in Deerfield. <laughs> well, that, and then head north, and there you're in Villisca, Iowa. Yeah, and you that's can a trip. Look, that would be a heck of a lot of driving and money and time, but um, it's you know, worth for, it. it is worth it for people like us that can't, can't seem to get enough of this. And then where was our last stop? Uh, we were. We drove all the way to eastern Ohio, uh, even crossed into West Virginia, and then back into eastern Ohio, right there on the Ohio River. Uh, in Bel Air, Ohio, the yeah, Bel Air Mansion. Yeah. That's where I got scratched. Yes, uh, you, you need to tell everybody about that. Okay. I love, I love that house. I was getting a tour by, who was that? She was the housekeeper. She was the keeper of the house for the owner. Yeah, she kind of was a, 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 a manager of yeah. the property. So she was giving me a tour because you were on the phone. Mm -hmm. You were downstairs. She walks me upstairs. Well, the spirits were reading my mind, I'm telling you, because the whole time I was walking upstairs, I, I didn't pay attention to one word she said. I was talking to the spirits about some things in my head, okay? We walked back down the steps, and I got scratched, and I knew that they were reading my mind. 
Yeah, and you know, you had told me before you have never been scratched. So uh, when I saw that, I was like, okay, uh, we're we're going to have us an interesting night, and, and we of course did. Yeah, down well, in that I got ba- a boyfriend, a spirit boyfriend downstairs. Down in that basement, whatever was down there, uh, he it, fell in love. Yeah, he, he must have because <laughs> he wasn't giving me any type of response. And every time you ask something, or three flashlights at the same time, and cat balls, and uh, well, we did. Um, the Gansfeld, too. and we did the Gansfeld and uh, the, some of the responses that you were able to get on that. Um, that was just a great night. We had yeah. a great time there. That and I and that is the second time I'd been there. I'd went there with some friends and uh, was the first time as active. It was not. Um, oh, okay. We we had uh, about seven people, which I think might be a bit much. Mm-hmm. I I don't like usually having over four if you can help it. Maybe five, and a couple of the people with us they were inexperienced and I don't think they they were either frightened by it all and couldn't get real serious so you know in that nervous feeling you have you you kind of act out and laugh a lot and giggle a lot Mm. maybe just as a defense mechanism against being terrified or they were just silly people I didn't know either of them Uh, they just were asked by a friend of mine to go last minute and uh they didn't ruin our trip. We we had a couple things happen. Uh, the dining room table, we had a table seance, and uh, we got this on video. The, uh, the table does move noticeably. And, um, you know, once again, if I'm doing anything like that, I make people wrap their legs back behind their of chairs. Of course, yeah. So there's, and we even had a camera uh, underneath the table. And when it moved, no one's legs were even near. Uh, it was a big, well, you remember the table, big, huge, old-fashioned old mm-hmm. table that's got a center um, center post in it so it doesn't even have table legs and for that thing to scoot about a half inch um, it you know it, it, it caught us off guard mm-hmm. and uh, but nothing like what you and I had together and um, I'll keep bringing that back that you seem to be able to have a skill that there is a spirit in the house somehow or another you're going to make contact with it and get some responses out of it it's I've yet to see you not be successful well I think you and I um, compliment each other. We talk to the spirit world the same way. I'm respectful to the spirits. I cannot be around investigators who are rude to the spirit world. Oh, yeah, and provoke. And all I, that. Yeah. I'm not in. Sure. And, of course, you know, I do not like the ghost shows, ghost adventures, and I can get more <laughs> I can get more communication in 30 minutes than they can get in two nights of a stay trying to film an hour show. <laughs> Plus, I have 10,000 more things of equipment than they do. I'm done, you know, don't even, what's that dude's name? Uh, I, yeah, you'd ask me that. And I, I don't watch those shows very often. Uh, I, I think it, at the least, uh, they seem to at least increase people's awareness and interest in they it. They have two pieces of equipment. Yeah, that's that's something that fascinates me. You'd think they some of them would go in with some of the, um, you know, the high tech stuff they could probably afford, but... Um, one, Zach, Zach is that guy's name. Zach, Zach, Zach. I hope you're listening. <laughs> you need more equipment, and you're a little bit too much drama because I don't believe you. Am I wrong, Richard? <laughs> drama, well, fake. You fake ass. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I, I will say once again back to the Hobo Hill House. <laughs> he skipped it. <laughs> when we when we left, um, I, I I think. Um, I, when I look back at the place and we were pulling out of that driveway, I thought, well, you know, I have to come back here. This is mm-hmm. one of the, you know, there's a handful of places you go to. And when you leave, you're just like, I have to come back. And but you don't fake the emotion. 
Well, I... It's I, what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, sure. I try to be as skeptical as I can. Like I said, I started out as the big-time skeptic here. Uh, I've just seen so much now that it's pretty much impossible to, you know, to remain, a, you know, a non-believer. They're... You know, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, no one's going to convince me otherwise. I don't know if we're dealing with ghosts. I don't know if we're dealing with spirits, entities. I don't know what we're dealing with. But we're dealing with something. Something. Because I've something. just, I have seen way too much to just uh, discount it uh, as and, I would have 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think of um, the Robinson House in Irvington, Kentucky? Uh, are you talking about Rosemary's House? Yeah. Um, that was an interesting night. Um I think uh, one thing um, we had uh, probably too many people with too us many again because yeah. it's a very small house. Um, I couldn't really get you talked into going up in the attic. Uh. When it was small, <laughs> two it had spiders you know, everywhere. Brown recluse. Uh, I, I was in Kentucky, I, man. It's brown recluse. <laughs> I was behind you. I was ready to go up there with you. Why but didn't I, you go first? Well, then? That, and that's another story. We, okay. That's another. Uh, that's another podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that that was a fun visit, and especially when you and me and, and Brad, we talked about Brad Martin earlier. Um, when you and I were sitting there at that um, dining room table by ourselves, and we kept hearing the clicking sound over yes. the corner, and it gets and then the table moved. And then Brad sat down, and then one time he admitted, he said, "Yeah, I I think that noise might have been me. It was a loud like knock or something." But then it kept doing it, and then the table did indeed move. And and you know, I've like I said, I know I didn't touch it. You would have had to have grabbed it to move yep. it. And Brad, Brad's feet were under. Right, I've known Brad for eight years, seven years, They're and great I would never imagine Brad ever trying to scare someone just to fake things. He's just not. Um, you know, if I find out I'm with those kind of people, I usually just make sure I never make the mistake of going investigating with them again because it's just, it's too time consuming uh, for one thing to, you know, give an entire uh, evening and sometimes night. And by the time you get home next day, you got investigating hangover. So mm -hmm. your next day is usually you walk around tired in the stupor. And uh, to think that there are people that go out and fake stuff just to scare each other. I, like you said, it just, you told oh, me what man. you said, you said it broke your heart. And it I'm, does break my it, heart. It's just, uh, because I'm passionate about it. And I, I debunk if I can. I debunk everything. Yes, you're very good at it. You, you you question everything. You just don't accept anything on its face value. And I think to be effective in this in this pastime or this hobby or this passion, whatever you want to call it, whatever we're doing, I, I think you have to approach it that way. That a lot of these things can be explained uh, through natural phenomena or just human human contamination, whether it's intentional or accidental. Um, but boy, when something happens that you know there's no way anyone could have done it and mm -hmm. there's no natural explanation for it, then you know you're you're walking in the world of the paranormal and it's just very, very exciting. It's a natural high that there's really very little that compares to it. Yeah, and, and you're like me. I'm very particular who I investigate with. I don't like big groups. I like four or less, and we have to connect. It's the energy thing for me. Mm -hmm. So you you agree with me? Of course, you're, yeah, yeah. You're particular. Yeah, and I've you know, and, and this isn't to disrespect people. I've went and I've been with big groups like at Waverly and at Randolph County. It's not any form of disrespect to anyone, other than the fact that I'm just like you. I'd rather just keep it small, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, particularly people I know and trust. Uh, not saying I mistrust other people, just but just for my own peace of mind and. 
Um, you know as well as I do, uh, this gets expensive too. I have $20,000 worth of equipment, at, at, plus at, at least. At least. <laughs> These ghost shows ain't got shit on me. That's why I'm like, why are they? Why don't they have my shit? Well, and I, you're on TV. I think, How are you doing this? I, I think all it would really take is uh, some some of these producers at some of these networks just to get, to get a little bit of your act. And I think you would probably be getting all kinds of offers to go national. Uh, you have uh, you have that written all over you. I know people would would watch you. There's no well, question I'm about pretty, it. Pretty number one, and well, my you, accent, you the know, accent, the Mississippi obviously, accent, obviously, and uh, you know, um, plus just your sincerity. I think it just it, it and your expertise. You're just very good at this. And well, you're I te- my partner in crime. Well, I appreciate that, and I tell people over and over. I said, you know, they say, well, who's the best? The, the best I uh, investigate is uh, with Charlie May. Thank you, baby. Question. Why don't you tell the listeners where we're going tonight? Uh, well, um, I got a call uh, about a, six weeks ago from a woman over here on the south side of Indianapolis. And, um, you know, owning a, a haunted house, believe it or not, sometimes people will just call you for advice or, in this case, help. They're just, they just, they're at wit's end. And she uh, lives in this house with two grandchildren. And um, apparently, uh, they are being um, um, living in a pretty um, active area in regards to paranormal. There's been full body apparitions. There's been um, singing. Uh, there's been praying. Uh, there's been um, all kinds of things occurring in the house. Um, the littlest child, a little seven year old girl, uh, is terrified to go in the bathroom because she went in there and said there was a mean man in there. And um, so the grandma has to take the child to the restroom every time they go. So she had reached out to me for some type of help. And, you know, fortunately, uh, knowing you and your uh, numerous contacts, um, we know uh, Julie. Julie, And uh, Julie is a uh, uh, recognized and, um, you know, certainly respected demonologist. And uh, Julie immediately said there was something in the house that, um, is ain't it's evil it's angry and um, she says we got to go in there and cleanse it which you and I and one of her friends we we did uh, what's that been about a month ago yeah yeah we went in there on a Saturday evening and um, did all the uh, rituals that these people will do the praying and the and the holy water and everything and it, it, apparently things did slow down what did I say to you before we left that house? well you said that it's still here because it touched me. Yeah. You said you got touched and, uh, it was about a week, week and a half later that this woman reached out to me again. She said, well, she said it has slowed down, but it's a different type of interaction now. She says, what is, what is going on now is much different. It's, it's, it seems darker and more aggressive. And, um, so, you know, due to your diligence and your, your persistence, you were able to uh, work it out where you and I get to go back in there tonight. tonight and Can't wait. we actually get to investigate the house. Which, yes. You know, we really haven't had a doctor. And then you and Julie are going next Sunday uh, to we, do another exercise. Uh, yeah, she's going to go in there and uh, with all the heavy guns she can carry. And I'm just there, obviously, as a, in a support role and just more than anything else, just as a, a an observer. I That's way out of my field and my... Knowledge of any of that, I really don't understand any of it. But uh, the scientist in me just requires that I see it firsthand and experience it. So, and tell the listeners where we are going next Saturday night. 
Uh, you mean next Friday night? Next, oh, <laughs> <Oops. laughs> my bad, Friday. Yeah. I didn't uh, get it wrong. Well, you have been uh, gracious enough to agree to accompany me, and I am taking 12 of my psychology students to the Whispers Estate. This will be our third trip there uh, this uh, semester. Uh, a different group of kids. It's wildly popular, so they're standing in line to go. And you've uh, agreed to go down there with us. And I get uh, six, you get six. You, you get six, and I get six. And we're going to see if we can uh, have anything happen with those kids. And uh, it's always a lot of fun to take the kids in there. And I get some um, lifelong uh, ghost chasers out of that. I probably, oh, I guess. Yeah. If I Thank you so much, Richard Ballard with Whispers Estate.